0: Part 3 of Kamakura by Yone Noguchi. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Legend of the Buddha's Tooth From the Japan Gazette, June 10th, 1892 In the Nehankyo Nirvana Sutra it is written, The Buddha said unto the Lord of Heaven, Now will I give thee a relic. I will give thee a tooth from my right upper jaw and thou shalt build a tower in the heavens and worship, and it shall come to pass that thou shalt attain unto everlasting happiness. Then did Taishaku, Indra, the supreme ruler, bring unto the place of cremation a precious jar, shipponokame a jar of seven treasures, and vessels of worship. And behold, the fire was extinguished spontaneously. Then did he open the coffin and take one tooth, and returning to the heavens, he builded a tower and made offerings. Now, two swift devils making themselves invisible walked behind Taishaku and did steal the relic of the Buddha's tooth, but Bishamon Tenno, Vaisramana, the god of war, pursued them and forced them to return the relic. In the period of the To, Tang dynasty, there lived a certain holy priest named Nanzandozen Rishi, who devoutly believed in and worshipped Bishamontenno and a saint called Idaten, Vedaraga, and who had received such miraculous answers to his prayers from both, that he marvelled greatly at the benevolent results of worshipping and trusting to their power and mercy. One day, having read in the Nehankyo about the Buddha's tooth, he prayed to be enlightened as to the meaning of the passage, and to be allowed to see the relic, and, this being granted, he found that the tooth was actually the same as spoken about in the sacred book. Idaten further told Nanzan dosen Rishi that the relic was now in his, Idaten's, possession, and then bestowed it on the priest. Overjoyed at receiving such an inestimable treasure, the Rishi guarded the sacred relic as one would hold a jewel in the palm of the hand, whether sleeping or waking, kept it constantly in safety. At night he slept holding the relic in his hands, and in the daytime he concealed it in a hole in the ground, and at last he bequeathed it to his disciple Unko Rishi. During the Tō Tang dynasty, the emperor Daiso desired to see the relic, and again during the So Sung dynasty, the emperor Taiso and his son Taiso disbelieving the story and doubting that the tooth was not a real relic of the Buddha ordered it to be tried by fire. But as the colour even underwent no change, he reverenced it, and writing a prayer upon it, placed the relic into a silver pagoda and worshipped. Later on the emperors Shinso, Jinso, Aso and Kiso worshipped the relic in their palaces, and prayed for blessings at its shrine, and afterwards it was placed in the Noninji Temple, in the capital of China. One night, the Kamakura Udaijin, Lord Sanetomo Minamoto, had the following vision. He thought he went to the kingdom of So Sung, and entering a splendid temple, he saw a priest, whom he thought to be the abbot, surrounded by a large concourse of priests and people, who were so numerous as to fill the entire grounds of the church. Then Sanetomo inquired from a priest, who stood looking on, Who the abbot was and what temple he was in, and the priest replied, This is the Nominji temple of the capital, and that abbot is Nanzan Dozen Rishi, the founder. Again Sanitomo spoke and said, But the Rishi died ages ago. How can he then be here in the land of the living? It is hard to measure and understand the path of sages, said the priest. Therefore, although dead they live, and although living, yet they are with the dead. According to the time and place they live and die, and die and live. He is now Sanetomo of Great Japan, and in life. The priest now standing to the left of the abbot has been born again. It is the rule of Sansara, metempsychosis. He lives in Yukinoshita at Kamakura, and is Ryoshi in Sotsu. Shortly afterward, Sanetomo awoke, and thinking the dream very strange, sent a messenger to call Ryoshin Sotsu. But in the meanwhile, Ryoshin Sotsu had likewise had a vision, and had started out to visit the Udaijin's palace. So, meeting the messenger halfway, both came into Sanetomo's presence together. On comparing notes, it was found that their dreams were both alike, and, while they wondered at the coincidence, the founder of the Jōfukuji Senko Zenshi, arrived, had told the same story. Sanetomo, now clearly perceiving that he was Nanzan Dosen Rishi in a new birth, conceived a great desire to travel to China, see the sacred soil, and worship the Buddha's tooth. But the project was discountenanced by Yoshitoki Hojo, lord of Sagami, and his younger brother Tokifusa, lord of Musashi, who strongly admonished him, and advised him not to proceed. Sanetomo, however, was not so easily led, and, determining to carry out his idea, ordered a sea-going vessel to be constructed for the voyage. But the officers and artisans engaged in the task, consulted together, and purposely built a boat which would not sail properly, and when it was finished, it was, of course, quite unmanageable, Although greatly incensed at the failure of his plans, Sanetomo at last abandoned his design and sent messengers in his stead to China. Among the other members of the embassy were Ryoshin Sotsu, Katsuzan guanze Otomo Bungo no Kami, Shoni Magotaro, Oyama Shichirozaimon, Utsuna Miya shimbei Kikuchi Shiro, Murakami Jiro, Miura Shurinosuke, Unno Kotaro, Katsumata Hyogo no Kami, and Jiro. The embassy carried with them gold, silver, and various precious things, also timber and utensils, tools, etc., and on reaching their destination at the capital of China, related the story of the dream, presented money and offering to the priests, and built a gate for the temple. Greatly rejoiced, the Chinese priests desired to make return presents to Sanitomo, and therefore held a consultation on the subject. But the Japanese said, We have in our country money and treasure in abundance, and the shogun therefore desires nothing. All we desire is to be favoured by a loan of the Buddha's tooth, in order that we may take it to our Lord, so that he may worship it, and thus gladden his heart. After this we will return it to you. The Chinese priests, having been ordered to guard the relic by their emperor, and the tooth being sealed, they said it was a difficult request to comply with, yet, as this was such a special request, they would lend the tooth on the understanding that it should be returned after Sanitomo had worshipped it. Accordingly, the relic was handed over to the Japanese messengers, and they returned homeward, accompanied by several Chinese priests. As they passed through Kyoto, the Japanese emperor heard the news, and requesting that the sacred tooth be deposited in his palace, kept it there for about half a year. The messengers having returned to Kamakura and related the action of his majesty, Sanitomo became very angry and ordered one of his people to go to Kyoto and fetch the relic. A certain old man, named Tokuro Morinaga, over eighty years of age, volunteered to go and, visiting the emperor, urged his cause with such success. That although his majesty was loath to part with the treasure, Morinaga was unable to carry the tooth back to Kamakura with him, and in honour of this event, Sanetomo, surrounded by a brilliant following of lords and vassals, came out to meet his aged messenger as far as Odawara. And it is affirmed that many marvellous signs and wonders and strange phenomena marked the arrival of the sacred relic in the land. A temple, the Daijiji, Temple of Great Mercy, was speedily constructed, and the relic duly placed therein, and later on in the time of Sadatoki Hojo became Shiken in 1284. It was considered that the position of the Engakuji being between the Inu and the I, hound and swine, two of the names of the Chinese zodiac, was auspicious for the preservation of the relic, as it would bring happiness to and guard the city. A special Shari-den, relic shrine, was therefore constructed at the Engakuji, and the sacred tooth was removed thereto. It is said that during periods of war, strife, famine, pestilence, drought and floods, if prayers were addressed to this shrine, a wonderful answer was always vouchsafed. Also that in the periods of the Mongolian invasion in Bune and Koan twelve sixty four to twelve seventy four and 1278-1287, to an auspicious omen was given through the power of the relic. It is further related that the god of the Hachiman shrine at Tsurugaoka appeared to the son of Yoshitoki Hojo when he was but eight years of age and said, It is the greatest of all treasures, the most benevolent blessing, this relic of the buddha which has come to Japan. I worshipped it daily and received countless blessings after which he vanished. Such marvellous occurrences were very frequent. On the 23rd of July, 1384, the government issued a notification giving grants of land to the monastery in Sagami and Katsusa. This document is still in existence, but during the civil wars the lands were lost. Of late years, the church has been thrown into a state of confusion by various changes, and the religious ceremonies attendant on the worship of the relic, have been more or less neglected. However, the world is now in a peaceful state, and all mankind bask in the clemency of the emperor's benevolence. Therefore we should earnestly pray that this peace may long continue, and that the imperial house may flourish throughout ten thousand years. In the Dai Hankyakyo Mahaprajna Paramita Sutra, It is written, If good young men and virtuous young women respectfully and devoutly worship the relic of the Buddha, they will certainly not fall into either of the three evil paths of Jigoku, Kaki, or Chikusho, purgatory, hungry devils, and beasts, but will be reborn in the state of human beings and celestial beings, will be blessed with wealth and happiness, and according to their prayers, will ride upon the three conveyances, Triana, into nirvana. In the Hikwakyo is likewise written, In this world of suffering my relics shall change to an emerald jewel for the sake of the poor and unfortunate, and shall scatter seven treasures upon all mankind. I will grant their prayers. The golden words of Buddha are perfectly true. End of Part 3